Hello and welcome to Is This Anime? I am your quote-unquote anime expert, Jack Metcalf. And joining us is a brand new guest, Mark Elliott. Mark, how are you? I'm well. How are you, Jack? Thank you so much for, for coming along, Mark. You're, you're yet another one of the on-the-mic uh, graduates who I've recruited. I just, you know, show up for my one or two days of work on the on-the-mic campus at my job. And I ask <laughs> I like people, you. You're, you're on a podcast with me. Come on, let's yeah. go. And I always have to be careful about it, too. Like, I don't want to be the guy where they're like, hey, was that weird guy, like, asking all of you to come on his podcast? No, I always, like, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> to, no, yeah. Okay, to, to be fair, I was the one in the other room, and I heard you talking to another guy about One Piece, and I popped my head out, and I'm like, you're talking about One Piece? Well, that's what I do. I suss them out. I'm, I suss them out. So if a person is like, I'm into anime, I'm like, yo, I, have, I host an anime podcast and stuff. So, like, there mm. you go. It's not like I'm going up to these random, and I mean, it, it, it's a voiceover school. I think the, the Venn diagram of liking anime is, is close it's to almost me. almost a circle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To be fair, I, I pretty much outed myself. So, no, no, no you weren't creepy. You were fine. You were lovely. <laughs> Always I'm, lovely. Jack Metcalf. He's great. Exactly, man. That's why I'm the social face of on-the-mic training. Um, anyways, the anime we are talking about this week is the entire... Uh, first season of Fooly Cooly, or FLCL, as the kids uh, call it. Mark, what was your experience with Fooly Cooly? And for that matter, uh, what is your experience with anime? I know you just mentioned One Piece, but let's let's go through your anime <laughs> history briefly. All you don't right. have to name every fucking show. You can anime just, you know, history, <laughs> okay. So, you know, as a kid, loved Pokemon, loved Digimon, didn't realize that these were dubs of Japanese cartoons from a foreign land. What? No, it was just a particular style of animation I liked. And then all, all you Canadians out there who are fans of anime will uh, remember Bionics, the Friday night uh, block of anime shows that aired on YTV Channel 25 every Friday. Ooh, I got into One Piece, I got into Bleach, and of course I got into Naruto. The big three. The big three. It was... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Go Mark, ahead. I don't want to like I don't want to like out your age, but um yeah, I'm like 32. How old are you? I'm uh 27. It's fine. Oh, it's cool. Okay, so that's uh yeah, that's a slightly different generation because um me being like uh what yeah, 5 years older than you, I read mm -hmm. Naruto and One Piece when they were in Shonen Jump magazine when it came to North America. Oh my god, so I remember buying Shonen Jump specifically because I wanted to collect the Yu-Gi-Oh cards in them. That was also the, the benefit. They had the Yu-Gi-Oh cards. They had the Dragon Ball chapters, which started with the Cell Saga because they're just like, fuck it. We mm -hmm. want to start with the Cooler Saga. But yeah, so my intro was with the manga first. And it's funny because, yeah, I didn't like the Naruto or One Piece adaptations. <laughs> the One Piece adaptation was like infamously bad. But even Naruto, I like didn't like the uh, the dub actress of Naruto. Although now I've softened on her. I think she's actually quite mm -hmm. good. But But at the time... My, you know, 11-year-old self was like, no, this is not good enough. Why, why is he a smoker? <laughs> Sasuke! That's not what he sounds like. Um, the Naruto dub is, of course, you know, a bunch of all-stars. What, like Yuri Lowenthal, a bunch of other people, uh, mm -hmm. early, early start on that, those shows. But anyway, so you start off with those shows. Uh, what did you move into, into your 20s or whatever? What gravitated you? Uh, so, you know how I mentioned buying the Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Yeah, I was a really, I still am a big Yu-Gi-Oh fan. I, I was playing Master Duel earlier today before we started recording. But, uh, yeah, I got really into Yu-Gi-Oh! the anime, and then I got into Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. 
And then in high school, I was really into Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds. And I was still watching, like, the four kids dubs at that point. But I was so addicted to Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds. I was like, I know that there are episodes of 5Ds out on YouTube in three parts in 480p, but that's okay, they're out there. But they're in Japanese, and I have to read subtitles. Do I want to do this? And I was so curious to see what Yusei was up to that I finally made the plunge into the three-part 480p Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds episode. <laughs> like, 52, part one of three, where parts one and two are ten minutes, and part three is four minutes. And jumping into that, like, I opened myself up to that world of sub-anime, and I was like, oh, okay, th this isn't too strange. I can get along with this. and I like the voice acting. Uh, I wonder what other shows are like this. And uh, going through the comments, they pointed me to things like AnimeFreak.tv, and then it was just game over. There was just a library <laughs> of anime to watch. And it, it, mm, 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 many, many days lost to... Oh, what did I watch in the early days? Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I really like Merchant Awakens Romance. There's a, there, there, <laughs> there's a pick that a lot of people haven't heard of. Though I think that might have been on Biotics. Uh, loved Bleach. It, Naruto kind of fell off for me. Uh, oh, man. Uh, like, we, we could be here for a while. I'm rambling. All right. We're going to have to move on yeah, to the yeah, show yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah, about, yeah, yeah. Which, which, like I said, was fully coolly. So this is a show... Um, that I had never seen. It, it's been on my list for a long time. During during the Malcolm era, it was always a show I would bring up with Malcolm, and then we would get derailed ah. and do something else. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and yeah, this is this is a show. It aired. So the release order was kind of interesting. It was released from April twenty sixth, two thousand, to March sixteenth, two thousand one. And there's only six episodes, so I guess they release them once every two months because they're mm. basically OVAs and the. Yeah. Uh, they don't even have intros, which which is a bummer because I would have been down for a dope ass intro, um, but that's not the case. It also makes the episodes even longer. Uh, these episodes are again, uh, they're not self contained, but they're almost like mini movies. Did you feel that way? Uh, ish, yeah, yeah. Especially, I mean, especially the last one, which was a half hour special, as opposed to the other twenty four minute ones. But uh, okay, my immediate <laughs> opinion. Midway through watching episode one of Fooly Cooly, I, I thought to myself, Jack, we fucked it. Why, 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 is, the why is this the first anime I'm going to talk about with you? What the fuck is happening? What is going on? Where's the plot? What's is she in a relationship with a sixth grader? Did Why is she running people over with Vespas? Did he? she hit him in the head with a guitar to summon a robot? Is that what happened? Or was that just a gag? I don't, I don't understand what the point of the show is but i got into it as it went on but for like the first episode i was just like oh god i need to open the wiki i gotta take notes i gotta be samaji me 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 why are they all tongue twisters <laughs> <laughs> oh but it was so a good ride <laughs> it's a good ride and i think honestly like you know i i try to be professional here so for the first two episodes i did take extensive notes um, these episodes uh -huh. were taking me like 45 minutes to watch because I kept pausing and rewinding things uh, because oh, I was yeah. looking I was looking for meaning. And again, like you, I was like, oh, fuck, did we fuck this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to talk intelligently about this because I feel like there's not a lot of intelligence going on. 
Uh, but yeah, Studio it's, Gynax. What are you gonna do? I think that's the other thing. This is a Gynax production. They famously made uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, a lot of other popular series. Uh, mm, the director Evangelion, of this, a show that famously makes sense. Uh, you know what? I really enjoyed the final, final Evangelion movie. And someday, someday mm-hmm. we're going to cover that show on the podcast. But, uh, <laughs> it's going to take us like eight fucking weeks. So that's the issue. That sounds um, about right. So the director of the show, Kazuya uh, Tsurumaki, he directed the first half of the cinematic conclusion to the Evangelion series, End of Evangelion, which is the, the action half, basically. The, ah, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, he also directed the sequel to Gunbuster, which is called D-Buster. So this guy has made like a lot of things I've liked. Uh, he was also a director for uh, part of the Rebuild of Evangelion series. So yeah, the, the Ava connections are there. He also worked mm-hmm. on uh, Nadia's Secret of Blue Water. So this guy's a total Anno, uh, I wouldn't even say protege. He's like, you know, co- co-director of like the, the Anno works. Okay, okay. Yeah. Hideaki um, Anno being the uh, creator and director of Evangelion, right? Y- yes, thank you. Thank you for telling the audience. Because, yes, we actually haven't covered any of Anno's works on this podcast because None of just... Of uh, them? It's, it's hard, y- though. It's difficult. It's hard finding someone else who has the capability to do it justice. I think that's the thing. <laughs> someone I feel who like, match your power. I feel like, you know, if we do Evangelion on the podcast, that's also the end of the podcast, I feel. Like, that's just... Ah, that's the finale. <laughs> that's the this finale. Is, is this anime final, final chapter, part one of three? And, and end of is this anime, as it would be known. So there you go, dear listener. You have a preview uh, for what the finale will be. But, you know, let's, let's not make it, you know, let's not set a date. Let's, let's not set a date. Let's keep this going, because anime is good, and anime is fun. Uh, like, fully coolie. So here are uh here are the thoughts of surumaki on uh, how to consume this show he tried to break the rules of anime when making fully coolie uh which is why he chose a contemporary japanese band to provide the soundtrack first of all the soundtrack is fucking dope uh i was the just pillows they, they one of the i have like three things that make this anime it's the animation just the impulse uh the like just random thought to thought uh, plot, if you could call it that, of the story, and the soundtrack. I've been, uh, I was playing the game Hi-Fi Rush. Have you played that yet? It came out a, a month or so. No, but I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, so that soundtrack is very much like early 2000s music, and uh-huh. you know, this, I know the show predates that game by like 20 years, but it gave me vibes where I'm like, oh yeah, this reminds me of like that cool, you know, 2000s contemporary uh, alt-rock. So I love I, that. I would not be surprised if it was inspired by Fooly Cooly. Yeah, that game has a ton of references to anime, so I wouldn't. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I've seen the JoJo Doctor. Y- oh, dude, the game fuck the game is fucking awesome. Uh, sadly, yeah, this is not. Is play. this video games? Ah! <laughs> I know, man. Versus. It's hard. It's hard enough making guests watch two hours of content. It you know making them purchase a video game. That is, you know, 10 to 20 hours long and then come on the podcast. That's a tall order. There's a reason. But there's a reason. Where to play the game anyway. Okay, no, no, no. (laughs) We got to stick on this episode. You know what? If someone wants to do a Xenoblade 3, uh, is this anime spinoff cast? I will gladly. Xenoblade is a lot less than 20 hours, my friend. 
Oh yeah. But I'm just saying that's that's the anime game I would pick. Okay, I say less. I meant more. Sorry. <laughs> I th- I think we are all I I think these tangents are are true to what Fooly Cooly is. I think I agree. <laughs> I think every animator on Fooly Cooly had ADHD. Yeah, so uh here's the thing. Uh there's a lot of pop culture references. I didn't pick up on every single one of them, but the localized script actually changed uh certain things for American audiences, which I appreciate. Uh there's a there's a reference to a drink called cheerio and they changed to crystal crystal pepsi for instance um there's references to gundam which of course is a fucking project from the evangelion team so of course there's going to be gundam references (laughs) uh explicit ones they just they just straight up say tomino's name which i i got a kick out of in the first episode um and then what is this uh yeah uh surumaki he said he stated he responded to criticism of the show saying comprehension should not be an important factor in Fooly Cooly. That 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 makes sense to me. So this show is extremely uh flow of consciousness. It's just following one impulse to the next. I I feel like it was just a project for the animators to have a ton of fun playing around with like different styles, different visual gags. There's a lot of rubber hose and like the manga panel cutaways, and there was, there was like a South Park bit in episode four or five. Yeah, that was fucking bonkers. Because uh, South Park was also like a relatively new show back then. I think it premiered in like 96, 97. But yeah, there is just straight always up, been popular. Always been popular. But yeah, when, when the South Park uh, animation cutaway happened, I was like, okay, what fucking universe are we in? <laughs> You d- fully coolly can't be contained within one universe, surely. Uh, I love how in the first episode, uh, there, when uh, Naoto, who's the lead character, we haven't even mentioned who the fucking characters are in this series. Oh, right. Should we, should uh, we do that? We should do that. I think we should just talk about the lead characters briefly before moving on to our thoughts. Uh, this is going to be a very disorganized uh, covering of Fully Cooly, but again... I don't think just like reading the Wikipedia entries of these episodes is is worthy of this show. I think no, uh, because you... <laughs> the Wikipedia entries make sense. And I, you know what, I feel that's a good way to watch the show uh, because you know I was watching uh, the episodes and I was trying to understand them, and I'm like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just gonna not take any more notes. I'm just gonna vibe, and then I'll read the mm-hmm. summary afterwards. And honestly, that was the best way to go about it. Uh, yeah, full disclosure, I did that too. And I'm sure, I'm sure that's not an original thought. I think a lot of no, people probably did far from it. Um, so anyways, uh, this is a coming-of-age story, and it revolves around Naoto uh, Nandaba. Uh, he's a 12-year-old. He lives with his widow father and grandfather. Uh, and his, uh, wonder- his you know, boring little life is interrupted by a Vespa-riding maniac named Haruko. Haruko Haruhara. And she runs over Naoto, uh, and then she revives him with CPR. And then this is where, this is one of the first major uh, scene changes. When she's uh, giving him, like, the CPR kiss, it goes into slow-mo. And then it cuts to Haruko giving commentary about how they shot the scene. Like, they're on a bus, like a tour bus. And they're all just lounging around like they're actors. And they're like... Oh, I hated the slow-mo scene because I got cramps on it. Like, wait, wait, you just moved slowly? They didn't just slow down the footage? Yeah, it sucked. What are you, what's happening? What, what is this? 
Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it, I love that scene. And I'm just like, okay, we're, we're fucking in for it. <laughs> we're in for it. Uh, this head injury uh, she creates ca- uh, causes an NO portal, which results in giant robots uh, emerging from, from uh, Nauta periodically. Uh, and these robots were created by this uh, evil corporation called Medical Mechanica. And um, Medical Mechanica's factory uh, resembles an iron. Which I thought was just a coincidence, but nope, it's very on purpose. Uh, can you explain that purpose? Uh, yeah, so all of the robots, except for one, except for Best Girl County, we'll get to them later, uh, resemble giant hands. Because uh, their purpose is to grab the Medical Mechanica facility, which has no doors and no exits, so how does anyone work there? Uh, No, it's just supposed to grab the building and bulldoze across the planet and flatten it out for reasons I don't think were quite explained. Terraforming? That's usually what it is, right? That's what the aliens want? I think it's terraforming, and, you know, an iron is a good way to terraform a planet because, you know, it just smooths out the wrinkles, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's also talk uh, the, the other major character who is... Uh, fuck, what was her name? I'm, uh, Mamimi. 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 She's great. Mamimi, who is also a pyromaniac and has her own tragic backstory. <laughs> which she kind of brought on herself yeah uh yeah literally she she arsoned a building which she was also in and then she was uh saved by uh Nauta's brother who, who we never see we uh we never see him oh, do we we get one oh. he's in a picture he's in a photograph okay i don't count that as scene uh, uh that yeah that's fair but yeah tasku is his name and uh, uh Mi has a crush on him. I think she believes she was his girlfriend, but I don't think that was really the case. And she clings to uh Nauta, who she calls Takun, which presumably is a nickname for Tasku, because she's just obsessed with him. But Tasku, uh like like a good little guy from a small village in Japan moved to America to play baseball, and then got a blonde girlfriend. He's got it made. Uh, I would gladly take the blonde girlfriend over the weird uh, pyromaniac who smokes constantly. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I think so. That makes sense. The way she smokes, too, uh, I'm just reading in the Wikipedia that she's 17, which I didn't pick up on just because of, uh, you know, anime character designs, which are very just... Yeah. Animate high school and age are are like not directly related. How many nine hundred year olds have been in high school in the anime you've watched? It's more yeah. than one. Yeah, uh, I thought she was like fourteen. I thought uh, she wasn't that much older than uh, Nauta, but uh, I guess I'm no, wrong. No, she's like weirdly older. <laughs> weirdly older. Fourteen uh, was already problematic. <laughs> Seventeen? Oh no. Yeah, uh, at least it makes the smoking more okay, because a 17-year-old smoking is more normal than a 14-year-old. Yeah, the smoking, the smoking's better, but the grooming is worse. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I see that she's only in uh, the first season of FLCL. That's the other thing, too. There are uh, 
currently three seasons of this show. Two of them uh, premiered in 2018. And then another two are actually premiering now in 2023. So there's going to be five seasons altogether. Apparently, oh. I have not watched the uh, the subsequent two seasons. Maybe maybe we'll return to the show and maybe they'll be more coherent. I've also heard I complaints. don't think they will be. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to watching them because I will watch them. It's just I greatly underestimated mm-hmm. how much work this show would be for preparing for it. Yeah, it's like trying to describe a vibe as opposed to a show. The, the show is vibing. I think, you know, thank God for that word uh, coming into the vernacular, because I think that really helps us describe it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you know what the word I hate that uh, the kids back in the day would use when they didn't understand something? They'd be like, oh, that show is so random, or that movie is so random. Oh, uh, like, the random XD era? Yeah, and that... That's just a bad description of anything. I don't think the show is random at all. I think it is vibing. It's like it's like a fucking song. That's a more polite way. Because again, I would not a call the show. <laughs> no, because like, listen, even I'm struggling with the meaning of this uh, series. But like, I enjoyed it. It's gorgeously animated. I wish um, it's it would be on fucking Crunchyroll because of course there's all these goddamn rights issues. Uh, oh, we're yeah. only only. Seasons two and three are on Crunchyroll, and I think you have to have Hulu, which is not in Canada. Correct. Uh, so yeah. how did we watch it? Don't worry about uh, it. Uh, we didn't watch it on the good transfer, unfortunately. We watched it on a much older transfer, which is a bummer. But, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you do what you got to do to watch these shows. And for me, I will, I will always seek the legal means to consume these things. But mm-hmm. if they do not make them available, that's on the, uh, the rights holder, I feel. Yeah, that, that's when we all become Pirate King. <laughs> uh, the meaning behind FLCL. I'm going to look that up. Uh, what are some other highlights for you, Mark, of this show? Some highlights of the show? Oh, just, okay. Once I got over the fact that the plot wasn't going to make 100% sense, and that this was just something to be enjoyed, um, not quite, yeah, almost passively, you're just watching and enjoying the vibes, I got really into all of the uh, all the animation choices because they're just so fun. Like this is what I love about animation. You can't do uh, stuff like the the cutaways to different animation styles in live action because everything in live action is of course live action, unless there's CGI involved. But good CGI looks the same more or less wherever you look, right? But getting to see uh, like the rubber hose stuff in the back. Uh, Nauta getting sucked into the Vespa's back wheel and then into the Vespa and getting exited through the exhaust pipe, which makes no sense, but visually it's just a lot of fun. Like, the, the visuals were great. And uh, I'm not the only one who thinks so. Apparently, uh, apparently the animators at, who did Avatar, The Last Airbender, and Legend of Korra were told to watch every episode of Fooly Cooly, which didn't make a lot of sense to me at first, but Thinking of, like, uh, for my Avatar fans out there, when Sokka drinks the cactus juice and he's all wiggly-wobbly, like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of that in Fooly Cooly. Uh, like, the visual humor in Avatar, I can see some of the inspiration it drew from Fooly Cooly. And lots of other anime, I'm sure, drew a lot of inspiration from it. Uh, Kill la Kill feels very Fooly Cooly adjacent with just the nonsense. Like, some things... Uh, half physics and some things just don't which i mean gainax employees 
left to form Studio Trigger. So I'm sure some of them may have even worked on Fooly Cooly, which makes a lot of sense to me. But yeah, the animation just being so freeform and crazy was a lot of fun. And uh, the soundtrack, ooh, I love the soundtrack. Um, <clears throat> it was done by a J-rock band called The Pillows, a contemporary alternative rock band. And the ending, uh, right on Shooting Stars, and what I call the theme, which is called I Think I Can, which basically plays in the climax of every episode. Th those two are going straight to my phone, and I'm going to be playing them on a repeat for the next week. They're just... I love J-Rock so much, man. Alt-Rock's my favorite. And it really changed the vibe of so many scenes. Because you have all these scenes where characters are walking by the river under a bridge after they just got bullied. And if you played like some creepy music or some somber, melancholic music, the vibe would be completely different. But we got this like chill alt-rock going on. We're like, all right. Let's see what happens. It's not too serious. We're, we're not supposed to feel like deeply saddened by this. We're, we're just going to see what happens. Enjoy the ride. What's going on? There's an incredible Reddit post I found. Uh, what FLCL means for me. If you want to look that up, it oh, seems God. to be. Uh, I'm not going to read it all. It would take us like 20 minutes just to go through it. Okay, uh, summarize for me. I'm not going to summarize, uh, but I will say you, dear listener, look up what FLCL means for me because all the folks on Reddit are saying this is the best post uh, about FLCL they've ever read. So you, that? you got homework, guys. You got homework. So if you want to know what the show means to this one person, uh, there you go. And it seems like they cracked the show. Uh, other, really? Reddit posts, okay. other Reddit posts are uh, FLCL, what the fuck happened? Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. That, that's my reaction to episode one in a nutshell. Oh, and by the way, Fooly Cooly, the name itself, doesn't mean anything. It's just nonsense, which I think is very fitting. Yeah, and they even make fun of that. Uh, the, sh the show regularly oh. pokes fun at its own name, and that's uh, when we get our first uh, of the manga scenes, where mm -hmm. uh, Nauta, uh, he's, he's you know waking up, going to breakfast with his father, and his grandfather and my god i mean acid trip i know is a word we're going to use a lot to describe this show but when it went into the <laughs> manga when it went into the manga world i was like oh fuck we are in for it it was such a treat though going from panel to panel and having some of them animated like visually stunning and because it came out of nowhere i was like super i was like doubly excited i was like ooh, i didn't know we were gonna get so experimental I mean, I should have, just based on the rest of, like, everything in episode one before that point, but still, ooh, what a treat. Yeah, uh, this is what Nauta's uh, dad says about the show. He's like, fooly cooly means fooling around, fool fondling around, fooling around, fooly cooly. Uh, the, the dad, the dad, a character who would certainly be canceled in this day and age. Uh, not, not a fan, not a fan. <laughs> How old is uh, Haruhara? Uh, I, I don't know. Isn't she, like is an, she? isn't she like an alien? So I don't even think we could say. I I, mm, I don't want to I don't want to discuss how age of consent differs <laughs> for aliens. <laughs> uh, what? Oh, claims to be nineteen and later sixteen, despite uh, Mamimi's observation that she is twenty. So there you go. Uh, in typical uh, Haruko fashion, non-committal. 
she's an alien. She's whatever, again, like the show says, whatever you want her to be. Uh, oh, fun. Which, which obviously, I'm sure, gave uh, many of the artists, uh, many of the uh, uh, fan artists, uh, much license. <laughs> I had to make that joke. Getting getting flashbacks to Gurren Lagann and Yoko being confirmed to be, what, like 15? Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Gurren Lagann, another show that I'm sure was deeply inspired by Fooly Cooly. Yeah, uh, Gurren Lagann, a show we've covered extensively on this podcast. We did a three-week miniseries on it. I'm very proud of it. Go listen to that. Uh, we were It was a much more coherent conversation than the Fooly Cooly combo. <laughs> Nothing about Fooly Cooly can be coherent uh let's talk about uh the agent character i loved him he was fantastic and he's the guy who who also lives in the south park universe i suppose yeah when he's getting his hair cut commander amarao 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 that guy he fucking rules uh he has fake eyebrows made of nori yeah seaweed tasty Again, you're just like, what the fuck? And, it, and the, the eyebrows are a different animation style, of course. Mm-hmm. Which are also a, uh, a metaphor for a metaphor. Eyebrows being a metaphor for manliness, because he chooses the thickest, squarest pieces of nori to uh, stick on his face. Uh, because he feels like his tool is too small. And by tool, of course, I mean uh, the weapons that Haruko pulls out of his N.O. gate on his forehead. Uh, what did I just say out loud? What is this show? <laughs> what is this show? What We're is a lot of things? Never gonna stop saying that. Uh, we, we gotta shout out the robot. The robot is fucking awesome. Kanti's best girl. Love Kanti. Kanti. Uh, what is it? Kanti, he, he was named after like a fire god or something like that. I think... I like I, I can't say anything for sure because this show makes no sense. Yeah, um, I think he... it was Conti first, and then Mamimi, which uh, what a fun name to say in English. Attributed him because he has wings to a fire god in a video game she plays called Firestarter, whose name just so happened to be Cantito, the god of fire or something. Yeah, uh, the angel scenes were great. I love that. And also, you were just like, oh shit, Mommy Me is uh, insane. Oh, very much so. Uh, that's In that... case the opening didn't uh, <laughs> spell it out for you. I gave Mommy Me the benefit of the doubt in the first episode, of course, but obviously when uh-huh. we get to the whole Conti little arc, that's when you're like, oh shit, this girl is uh, going through some troubles. Uh-huh. And a lot of matches, I'm sure. A lot of matches, a uh, lot of cigarettes. Um, what was up with the uh, the girl in the third episode who took focus? Did she have much of a role in the other Ari ones? Ari Mori. She she's a background. She's there with uh, she's there with Nauta's two other friends from high school, yeah. who are so minor that I don't remember their names at all. Uh, I liked her character. Uh, she was a, a foil for Nauta who. Both of them are just, they don't like people pretending to be adults, even though they're also both pretending to be adults in their own way. And I think she is the only appropriate love interest for Nauta, <laughs> even though she's the only one they don't try to... He's the only one he doesn't have direct... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
uh, any direct scenes that confirm that he likes her. It's only hinted at at the end because he doesn't want to give his friends the drink that she half drank, even though he doesn't want to drink it because indirect kiss is a thing. Yeah, indirect kiss. That was another thing that got brought up recently when we covered, uh, uh, what was it? Chainsaw Man. Uh, ah. uh, Japan, they love their indirect kisses, I suppose. That's, that's never something I ever heard about until recently. No, I'm sure that's just specifically a, a Japanese thing, which makes it hard to translate into English. Like, you need a certain level of anime, anime fluency to understand the, the little things like that if you're just hopping into something. But I think understanding indirect kiss is the least of your issues if you're trying to understand fully coolly. <laughs> if that was the hardest thing, we would, uh, we would be watching a much different show. Um, the show is also a major hit. It aired on Adult Swim, and they just you know repeated the same six episodes. It is part of that big anime boom uh, on like Toonami and Adult Swim. So, you know, it definitely struck a chord uh, with American audiences. Um, I wonder how my life would have changed if uh, Adult Swim and Toonami existed uh, in Canada. Who knows, man? Uh, a much better it's world, very... I think. <laughs> Probably. It's a different vibe from Bionics, right? I, I felt like there was more of a community around Toonami, but I guess that also makes sense. America's got like 400 million people and we have 40 million. Fair enough. Uh, it turns out the AV Club, uh, back when it was a good website, also did a six episode uh, <laughs> retro. <laughs> I know, man. They Their new ownership is... Fuck, man. That, that website used to have like such good media criticism and you know it got mm -hmm. me into like you know reading media criticism and now they're just doing listicles on like the ten, 10 best marvel villains and it's like oh fuck oh the 10 best wow that's as if there uh... are 10 good marvel villains in like and they specifically the mc <laughs> I don't think there are specifically the MCU, the, yeah. yeah there's there's good villains in the comics but uh mcu not so much uh I guess we're all hyped for Kang. I saw Quantum Mania because I'm a Marvel stan. Uh, Kang, good actor playing Kang. Uh, I watched that movie and I'm like, are you sure you want uh, this character to be like the dozens of dudes we face off for the next three years? Not sure. Ooh. Hmm. You know what? So should I be should I be worried going into Quantum Mania? I mean, it's not as bad as, like, the reviews make it out to be, but it's, you know, it's a movie. <laughs> it's a movie. Yeah. Um, that sounds about right for Marvel Phase 4. I, have seen, yeah. I have seen two uh, movies in theaters back-to-back, uh, -back, and it was Quantumania and Creed 3, which both star Jonathan Majors as the villain. And Creed 3. Uh, mm -hmm. Creed 3, the much better movie for sure. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. All the Rocky movies are good except for Rocky Five. I, I, I was going on my Rocky rant uh, a day ago to people because people, the, the youngsters are confused. They, they weren't sure if Creed is part of the Rocky franchise. I'm like, yes, it is because Rocky appears in the first two Creed movies. It is a direct sequel to, to the Rocky franchise. And then, you know, when Creed retires, after we have like seven Creed movies, they'll, they'll do Creed and Creed's daughter or Creed training the villain's son, or some shit like that. Life goes on. You it know what? I, end. I, I'd rather have like 14 boxing movies at this point over uh, any other franchise. Uh, 
And we already have 14 MCU movies and then We've got 31, man. We've got 31. Jeez, man. That's that's too many. Too okay, many. anyway. Uh, back back <laughs> to uh <laughs> and we have and we only have five. Uh as of twenty twenty three, we will only have five fully coolie seasons, unless I guess they, they make two more because they do them in twos. Uh, for some reason. I guess they're just like, hey, you know, we love the fans so much, we're just gonna drop it all at once for you. I'm not complaining. I'll take more Fooly Cooly. Especially now that I know that... Yeah, all you viewers out there, <clears throat> once again, the proper way to watch Fooly Cooly is to not not think too hard about it. Just sit down, put it on, be like, this is a vibe. It's like watching a music video. It doesn't have to make sense. Just enjoy the views, uh, the visuals. Enjoy the music. Have a good time. And then if you want to think harder about it, go find that Reddit post that Jack talked about. <laughs> uh we did get a baseball episode i love how we get baseball episodes in anime that was episode four which also was the introduction of of uh amaro so that was great mm-hmm. uh, yeah. baseball is just really huge in japan i did not know that until i started watching more anime yeah uh i remember uh my dad was a big seattle mariners fan so there was ichiro suzuki uh, who was the great uh, baseball player. And I think he even like had like a Nintendo game or some shit like that. He must have at least uh, had one baseball game. Yeah, I mean, Japanese baseball player making it big in America, like, that's a recipe for some kind of media success, right? My God, you, dear listener, I'm so sorry for this episode. We're going to air it as is. Uh, <laughs> are we? Oh, no! Unedited, unfiltered. Well, we'll, we'll give Un- it a sum edits. Well, but, my God... <laughs> I've never been more, you know, there's definitely been some episodes of Is This Anime where I'm like, I don't know if we got this, but I feel this one. It's like, fuck, man. I'd like, did we even touch on episode three? What happened in episode three? No, episode three. No, we did. We were talking about Aerie. Yeah. And And we just started talking about Creed. (laughs) Yeah, Creed's a great movie. I think everyone should see that movie. Uh, You should watch all the Rocky movies, honestly. They're all good. This podcast is now called Is This Creed? And if the answer is yes, uh, Jack will be very happy. You know, I also do feel our listeners miss the uh, the Malcolm era where my co-host would just derail everything. So I think it's always good to switch it up and remind uh, the listener that I, too, can also derail the podcast. <laughs> uh, we, love a, we love a good callback. So, Especially uh, when they're on purpose. The final episode of Fooly Cooly Season 1 and also mm-hmm. uh, the ending of basically the series until it was revived like 15 years later is called FLC Climax. Uh, what did we think of the ending? Uh, it's an ending. It's, uh, you yeah. know, the real, the fully coolie was the friends we met along the way. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That makes sense. Yeah, the, the ending didn't feel particularly different from any of the other episodes. It just felt like more of what's happening but with greater stakes but you don't really feel the stakes because nothing makes sense or feels real but i mean fully coolly the whole time was just such a great ride they're like oh yeah more half an hour okay i'm into it oh and we had another manga panel section where they call out the name again which uh by the way did you watch dub or sub i watched dub okay I watched sub just because I reverted to my old ways all of a sudden, even though I do a lot of dubbing now, and I should be studying and appreciating more uh, more dubbed anime. They're really good now, guys. Trust me. 
early, early dubbing was a little rough, but they're really good now. Go go watch like uh anything. Sorry. What's the show? What's, what, what about the shows you're on? What what are those ones? <laughs> uh, I haven't dubbed anime yet, bro. I'm oh, uh, I, okay. I've dubbed, I dub live action movies and TV shows currently. That's still dope. That's still yeah. dope. I enjoyed. I've enjoyed a live action dub or two. I'll even defend the Squid Game dub. I think people were too hard on that. They were just trying to uh, be mean. I haven't seen that one, but I've heard. I've heard very powerful opinions about it. Everyone wants to have an opinion, and sometimes I think people just see an opinion and they pile on that opinion because they want to feel smart. Honestly, uh, that's my take. People start a podcast. You know what? I think here's a hot. On it. <laughs> here's a hot here's a hot take folks uh watch something and form your own opinion <laughs> what no that's not how you survive on twitter I, what are you talking about i know man even me i'm guilty of it too like if a friend is into something i'm not interested in i'm like look how bad the ron tomato score is but you know what um that's that's just me being an asshole um uh, what, a little bit just art is what, subjective enjoy what you enjoy yeah, uh, whenever someone tells me a movie has mixed reviews now, I get excited because I'm like, oh, it's mixed. That means I don't know where I'll stand. Oh, that's a good point. I like that. Yeah, it makes me more eager because I'm like, oh, I wonder where I'm going to fall on here. That's how you should go in. So anytime a movie has like, you know, 60% Rotten Tomatoes, that's the movie you should definitely fucking watch. Fuck the, fuck the hundreds and the 10%. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll still watch them, though. Well, you know, watch what you want to watch. Again, have your own opinion. Um, anyways, uh, mm-hmm. so Nauta declares his love for Haruko, which again, I just was not feeling that. Uh, I was very confused. No, yeah, I, I feel like that's just kind of like a mandatory story beat. Like anytime you have one of these stories with a male lead and a female lead, and they're in this kind of dynamic where he's chasing after her, even if it's not romantic, it, it just feels like he should confess to her based on story convention but there's there's no romantic chemistry between them no um <laughs> i i've definitely watched a uh, gynax series where there's far more romantic chemistry i mean what is it uh gunbuster gunbuster has a good romance it's you know li- little queer romance d buster also another good one um does Gurren Lagan really have romance? Well, no, of course it does. Yeah. Fuck, I say it? <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. I thought you went uh, over Gurren Lagan extensively on this podcast. I'm unsubscribing, Jack. I, I'm in a different universe now because of Fooly Cooly. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> the, the alternate versions of Gurren Lagan, the Gurren Lagan where, um, where Kamina lives instead of Simone. <laughs> where instead of the mech being ahead, they just come from a, a head. Hmm. <laughs> Um, I don't know how uh, I feel about that sentence. Anyway, no, whatever. It's it's true to Fooly Cooly. Um, <laughs> Kill Kill the Kill had a nice romance, a uh, nice little friendship romance. That's a great show. Uh, it's also just insanely horny, so I don't know how to cover it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's it's the type of show where you put someone, you're gonna get someone to watch, and you're like, oh my god, what are you gonna think I feel of me? Like if you're gonna recommend Kill the Kill to someone, it has to either be someone who. Uh, is very well versed in anime and is not like shocked by all the fan service and can just kind of put it aside or you have to recommend it to someone who's just extremely down bad but then you have different problems fuck what else can we say about fooly cooly mark i mean you're you're doing better than me honestly i'm so glad you you were game for this and put in 
I, I mean, I thought I was game for it. You're like, oh, what what shows are you watching lately? I should have said Vinland Saga because I just caught up to it this week. But I was like, oh, I don't know. We're, we're, what are you thinking? You're like, fully cool. It's like, oh, that's been on my list for years. It's only six episodes. Surely this will be an easy topic to tackle. <laughs> no. Foolish All right. I... Summer child. I think I think we gotta spare the listener more awkward conversations, so we're gonna segue into our favorite segment. Uh, cue the music. Allow me to elucidate ya. The name is Robert E.O. Speedwagon. So for those just joining in, the Speedwagon is our favorite supporting character of the show. Oh my god, is that a JoJo's reference? It sure fucking is, man. It sure fucking is. Has anyone hit you with that yet? Uh, Not enough people watch JoJo, so a lot of people just, they hear Speedwagon and they just are like... Should have discussed JoJo's instead, man. I mean, I'm glad I watched it, but... (laughs) You know... Anyway. (laughs) the, The fun thing about this podcast, as certainly any listener would know, is... It's it's better to toss the listener into something they're not familiar with because that just creates this, the the type of friction that this podcast craves. Um, so all these shows are saying, "Oh, I should have done Vinland Saga." I'm like, "No, I'm going to give Vinland Saga to someone who's an extra an anime noob because they will uh, they will appreciate the ease of it, um, true, and they'll still be you know true. they'll still be delighted." But you no, you've watched enough anime, so you were. Um, ready for thrown it. into the deep end whether you knew it or not in That's hindsight it. we'll say this was on purpose so my speed wagon uh, for Fooly Cooly season 1 is uh, Amaro he's fucking awesome and specifically <laughs> really? specifically South Park Amaro uh, no that completely with you that makes sense I get it that was you know I was I was game for all the references this show had had I picked up on uh, quite a few of them, I feel I feel like I, I did a good job. You know, mm-hmm. I like the 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 manga segue, the 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 DVD commentary uh, segue. You know, oh talking... my god, we had a little aside where I talked about the second manga panel thing, but I never got to the end of that thought. Uh, so just for the listener, they brought up the manga panel again in the final episode, and they just bring up Furikuri again, which is the Japanese way of saying it, which just sounds even more nonsensical. And the grandpa and the dad are like, what does it mean? You're the main character. You should know. And the amount of four, the fourth wall doesn't exist. I well, there are like, no walls in Fooly Cooly. I also like how they're like, yes, this is the last episode. Why have we only done this a second time? We should have been doing this every episode. Uh, and in the dub, they're like, yeah, the, it was really hard. So they told us not to do it again. But then the viewers said we were being lazy. So now we're, we're doing another manga section. Don't worry about it. Which is amazing. Anyway, um, even in the speed wagon section, we're getting off topic, but continue with Amaro, South Park Amaro. I mean, what more is there you can say? I think I was not ready for a South Park reference. I was ready I for you to. Everyone was. How do you prepare for South Park in anime? And they did a great job. It looked like fucking South Park. <laughs> I I thought the channel had changed, and I was watching a stream. <laughs> what the fuck that's that's what that's the quote of the episode i thought the channel had changed and i was watching a stream i did 
So, I, was, I like, took my eyes off for half a second to look at my second monitor. I don't know what I was doing. And when I looked back, I was like, is, did someone splice this? Is this a spoof? What's going on? I, I mean, I'm sure if you told the director this, he would be, uh, you know, honored that that's the reaction you got. <laughs> He's very pleased. He's like, yes, correct. This is exactly what I envisioned when I ordered so, this. So, Mark, who is your speed wagon? Uh, I already mentioned it. Conti, best girl, the computer, the computer robot. It's just a vibe. I feel like they're the only innocent character in the show. I mean, minus the initial fight and when he becomes part of the core in the final season. But the rest of the times, he's just vibing. He's just doing what everyone tells him to do, uh, doing the housework and blushing at some points, which is weird for a robot who has a TV for a head, but... Like, they're the only character who I never had any problems with. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, that was a long silence, Jack. I was just like... silence. I know, man. This show, this fucking show. Let's get to final thoughts. <laughs> My final thoughts are... I'm repeating myself. Watch Fooly Cooly. Vibe to Fooly Cooly. Consume as much fully coolly as you can i'm probably gonna watch the second season right now just because fuck it i kind of want to see where it goes and if it gets worse i'm not sure what worse would even entail this show this show is a vibe maybe it's less of a vibe which is why people dislike the second season i oh, don't know like the second season i i mean i'm sure they dislike it because it's not the first season that's wait, the wait, reason. jack but jack does it have mixed reviews <laughs> exactly mixed reviews ah. there you go <laughs> bringing it back oh my god what is there to say it's an interesting show it it's never boring that's the that's the thing about the show it is never boring uh it may discombobulate you and you you'll trip and have to pick yourself up you you may have to rewatch uh scenes repeatedly because you're not quite sure what the meaning is until you realize that's not the point <laughs> of the show no meaning yeah, what is the show the show is what the show is what the show <laughs> is I, I, yeah, I guess Fooly Cooly is Fooly Cooly. It, it is its own entity. It stands alone. You can't really compare it to anything else. I mean, you can, but not as a whole. You can see how different shows have drawn inspiration from it, and you can get, like, it's fun, but if, if anyone asked me, oh, yeah, so Fooly Cooly, I heard you watched it. Uh, would you recommend it? Like, yeah, I would. Uh, what's it about? Um, yeah, just watch it. Just just watch it. You'll, you'll find out. Because I certainly found out, but what I found out is probably different from what you found out. Like, again, it's a vibe. Except I, for I, that can't, I can't discern the plot. I just gotta, this is how it made me feel, and that's the show. There, There's that one person on Reddit who got the show correct, and that's it. That's he it. wins. Everyone else is invalid. <laughs> he wins fully coolly. Uh, <laughs> I think I think that's a good place to leave it off. Mark, where can people find you? Uh, if you want to find me, you can find me at bookmarkvo on Twitter and TikTok, book.mark.vo on Instagram, because someone took my username and then deleted their account, so I can't get it. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I know. It's but, great, but if, right? If they, delete I, I the love... account, if they delete the account, shouldn't that mean you can get it, though? Uh, apparently not. Because they're Fuck. afraid that I'll impersonate them. Oh, no. But, yeah, you can find me there. 
and uh, random random movie dubs that are usually on Amazon Prime US, so I can't watch them in Canada. All right, you can find me at Jack is Jack on Instagram, only real Jack M on Twitter. If you've been listening to this podcast long enough, I guess you've already followed me. Thank you for the follow. But who knows? Maybe you're the one person who's like, I was not interested in this podcast until uh, they covered Fooly Cooly. And until then Mark uh, Elliott was on. <laughs> exactly. Mark Elliott, star of all my favorite dubs. Uh, there you go, man. It's that it's the push. That's why we have the new guests. You know, you got to have new blood. And then, you know, well, you're part of the rotation now, which is always good. That's just me going through my list and being like, okay. Wasn't your guest last time also named Mark? That's the other. Oh, yeah. You noticed that, too. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. You covered Don Machi, which is another show I would have preferred to talk about because I would have had things to say that made sense. Yeah, that show wasn't that bad. I actually ended up following through on my promise to watch the second (laughs) season. I watched a couple more episodes. So there you go, dear listener. I'm not bullshitting when I say that. Don Manchi, that's the way you sh- that's the way you say it. That, that's the uh, that's the shortened version that makes sense. I like that. It took me a second to pick up what you were saying, but I got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a weeb. Go figure. If you didn't realize it by now, or me being on this podcast, n- now you know. I gave the I show read mostly, the wiki. I gave the show a mostly positive review, so there you go. And maybe I'll give the subsequent seasons even more positive reviews. Or maybe not. Who knows? That's the power of watching say. things. Um, Season you can... three is. Hmm. Oh. But th- those are thoughts for another episode. Uh, all right. You can follow this podcast at Is This Anime Pod on Instagram and Twitter. We're way more active on Instagram. That's the more fun platform. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Mark, thank you for, for being the body, uh, the sacrifice that Fully Cool demanded. <laughs> <laughs> the blood sacrifice. You know, uh, thank you had, so much for putting me through the ringer. Someone had to do it, and you did it, and you did it with aplomb. And I'm uh, so happy for that. I just wish I could do it with coherent thoughts. You, you know, I think we're both insecure about our about how we cover Fooly Cooly. But you know what? Remember, dear listener, Fooly Cooly is what Fooly Cooly is what Fooly Cooly is until... What Fooly Cooly is isn't what Fooly Cooly is until Fooly Cooly is again. Bye. What he said. (laughs) And listen to the pillows.